Hear that? It's the sound of you catching up on all the latest and greatest fintech news, trends, and updates thanks to Streetworthy, Yield Street's bi-weekly newsletter. Stay in the know with CEO Melinda Mahiri as he takes a closer look at what's happening in the fintech space, then breaks down what each story could mean for investors like you. Give your portfolio the edge it deserves and subscribe to Streetworthy on LinkedIn today. Welcome to The Yield, the official podcast of Yield Street. Every week, we bring you the latest market insights across our asset classes and products from subject matter experts. Our aim is to break the outdated mold of investing and help you add financial fuel to your ambitions through innovative investing products and strategies, typically unavailable to most investors. Realize your next level with The Yield. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. The views you are about to hear do not necessarily reflect the views of Yield Street. This podcast is intended to be strictly informational and is not intended to be and should not be construed as a research report, investment advice, or the offer or sale of securities or any investment product. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Yield. Make sure to subscribe to the show and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, and leave a review if you're enjoying the content. In case we haven't met before, I'm your host, Peter Kerr. I'm the Senior Director of Product Marketing here at Yieldtree. Today, I'm joined by Brooker Belcourt, who is the CEO and founder of Covey, an analyst-owned community built to find the best performing managers for any investor to copy. Brooker, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very excited to have you on. You know, certainly in this market, you know, thinking about what trade, what stocks to trade, which ones maybe there's a bit of a competitive or informational edge to have, I imagine, is top of mind for a lot of folks. But before we dive into everything that you're doing at Covey, maybe you could walk everyone through a little bit about your career and how you got here. Yeah, for sure. So I'm founder of Covey. Prior to that, so two years ago, I was working at hedge funds for the last seven years. Most recently, I was an analyst at Citadel, investing in long and short, using a lot of data, talking to management teams, looking at tech stocks, and was at a bunch of different hedge funds. And prior to that, I did banking at Goldman, always in like the fintech tech area. And before that, I grew up in Canada. And now I'm living in New York. I've been here for 13 years. Very cool. And, and so, you know, while you were a little bit more of an investment professional, what made you kind of start to think that there's another way for, I imagine, retail in particular to really maybe trade a little bit more smartly uh, in the markets? I saw this problem that the best investment managers are not managing our money. And I think there's a couple of reasons to that. There's high minimums at hedge funds, so most of us can't access them. And then the mutual funds, the performance has just been so bad that $3 trillion has been drained over the last decade. And so what happens is we're all managing our own money. We're all downloading Robinhood. We're all investing on our own. And a lot of us aren't beating the market. And this just sucks. And so I created Covey to find the best investment managers so that we can allocate our money to them and, and get way better upsides. And so when you think about like sports, we spend millions of dollars to find these amazing athletes and we use tons of data. Why aren't we doing the same to find the best investment managers? So that's Covey's cool. Very cool. And, and so, you know, you mentioned that you didn't really believe that the best managers in the world were managing most people's money. You know, you mentioned a little bit about access, but you like, you know, Really, the biggest issue is just getting, you know, some folks that are more professional with the highest level of skill in your estimation, or are there other friction points in terms of having the best people manage their money? There's just no infrastructure to go and find the best, which is crazy because investing is so data rich. We have so much data on all these people. We could track everything we wanted to, way more than any sports, but we don't use it. And so we, we end up fishing in these pods of like 
Ivy League schools or investment banks. And we think those are the best place to find great managers. But really, we can just look at their track records. What if we just got everyone's track records, ranked them, found the top 1%, and then put our money in them? And that strategy will do incredibly well. And it's great for the manager who's being discovered, who otherwise wouldn't have been discovered. And we don't care anything about their background. We just care how good of an investor they are. And it's great for the investor who gets to allocate to them and experience the upside. It's a win-win for both sides. And so, you know, along those lines, how do you even go about determining who is the best uh, to kind of follow? That's, yeah, that's a really good question. So on Covey, anyone can join, uh, add some stock picks, ETF picks, or crypto picks, and then they're participating in the monthly competition. And we reward people out every single month based on their performance. And so, as you're saying, well, what makes a great investor? It's actually a really complicated question. Originally, we started paying people out based on total percent performance in the month, which ended up encouraging huge leverage and excessive risk-taking, which doesn't work over the long term. So we created this alpha algorithm, which is uh, governed actually by the community. So our community helps us figure out who is the best analyst. And so what the alpha algorithm does is it tries to reward people on a short-term basis while thinking about their portfolio on a long-term basis. So we use, of course, we use total return, but we also use things to measure idea quality, like position hit rate or position slugging. And so that takes into account like more factors that, that allow people to look on a very short-term basis, but also think more about it on a long-term. And so then we rank them on this alpha algorithm, which you can clearly see on our site, and then we reward them based on that. So maybe, maybe then to take a step back, and, and maybe this is one part I didn't quite understand, but really it's the community itself that are the analysts that people are following. There's not as though you know, you're really starting to take considerations for investment professionals, whether they're on Wall Street, sell-side analysts, or anything else. This is actually the community, and that's who you kind of follow and potentially emulate in order to maybe generate some great, uh, some great trades. Yeah, it's all in our community. So you come to Covey, you load up a virtual portfolio, it's free to join. Uh, ETFs, crypto, or equities, and then you're in the competition. And so um, you can mimic the portfolio that you have in your Robinhood account or the portfolio you're running at your fund, um, but you're, you're contributing it on Covey. We're not scraping on people's websites. And then kind of along those lines, you mentioned a lot about um, short-term rewards. And I know you, you sounds like you all took some measures to try to make sure to your point, you know, people don't just try to hit a grand slam every month. And, you know, if they fail 80% of the time, that's fine as long as they hit, you know, every couple of months. But when you say, you know, you've kind of revamped this and you, you still you know, seem to try to reward on the short term, what do you mean by short term? And how do you think that's a conflict maybe with better prudence over the long term? Yeah, it's, it's really tricky. I think, look, you got to look at us. We're a company that um, wants users to come in and give ideas. And so we, we can't just say, hey, we'll pay you in 10 years on your investment track record. No one would really join us. And so we have to balance this short-term and long-term. And so the alpha algorithm is our solution. And we, we're not saying it's perfect. It's definitely our best effort at doing it. And we're getting constant feedback from our community to make it better, which is really cool. Um, so if you join the Discord, you can see us talking about it and see us actually live changing this thing. And then, you know, I just got one more question on it. You know, it sounds as though even you know, some controls in place and some consideration, you still kind of are subject to some of these really, I imagine, high momentum trades, where, you know, again, if you're really 
concentrated in any one industry sector or style, you know, you might have a six month period that's particularly great and all your metrics rise with the rising tide. How do you kind of think about uh, sussing out maybe who really the best people are, maybe over the long term, uh, you know, maybe that's a three, five or extended period of time? Yeah, our belief is that if you reward people consistently every single month, that over the long term, the people who win on a monthly basis will be the people who are the winners on the long term basis, right? If you looked at Warren Buffett and you, if you judged him by the month, he would still be in the top 1%. If you judge him by the day, by the month, by the year, whatever metric you want, he's still going to be in the top. Okay, very cool. You mentioned a little bit about the problem you're trying to solve though, but you know, so far, who has been the community that you've been able to develop and who do you think kind of is, uh, is missing out here from a great opportunity? Yeah, it's a great question. We have a ton of people on Covey, hundreds competing every single month. These are people who are really passionate about investing. It's you and I. It's, we love talking stocks, crypto, ETFs, and we may be working in the industry. We may not. We have people who are hobbyists. We have people who are students. We have people who are in the industry live trading. Maybe they're in fixed income and they want to get into equity. We have tons of diversity. And so it's really for anyone who wants to either level up their investing or who's an amazing investor and who wants to credentialize themselves by building a track record on Covey and maybe get a job, maybe launch a fund, maybe participate in our copy trading product. And then does everyone basically do so uh, with their PA account or is there any other funding or kind of like seed that you are seeing people kind of do just to kind of come on the platform and use it? Yeah, so you come onto the platform. It's really simple to sign up. You just enter your ideas. The way people participate is they could be mimicking whatever portfolio they have. We hope they put together a general like high-level portfolio that matches what they have the highest conviction on. And so it's, it's really anything they want to do, though. Very cool. And so you know, when, you, when you start to think about where you know, this company can kind of go in the long term, what are some of the other investors that you think might really start to use this, maybe in ways that they have in the past? What we do is we allow anyone to join and we record their trades on a blockchain, so on an immutable ledger. And so instead of them having to go and get some really expensive audit by Ernst & Young, uh, they now have an immutable track record that a lot of people will believe because we timestamp it on the blockchain. So that's incredibly valuable. We also give people 50 metrics every five minutes. So we're probably one of the most sophisticated mock portfolio software. So what you can do with that sort of credentials is we've seen people use it to get jobs in investing. We're hoping soon that people will be able to launch their own fund. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with this and it's free, which is crazy. And I think that's the promise of the internet and, and Web3 is you can go and start to credentialize yourself for a tiny, tiny cost, which would have been incredibly expensive just a few years ago, I went to go and, and launch a fund with a partner of mine uh, that uh, he got seated by Tiger Management. And it cost us a few hundred thousand dollars to launch the fund. That's absurd. With Covey, we're hoping to bring that cost near zero. And so I think that's the promise is allowing anyone to credentialize themselves and rise through our leaderboard to become the top and then be able to create a fund or, or, or get a career off of that. Oh, great. Okay. So that, that was maybe one component I didn't quite get. It's, it's really in its grandest stage, maybe it's really um, a way for people to uh, create an audited track record. And again, potentially even be a catalyst to um, pursue a career um, in asset management, the hedge fund space, more than anything else. It's a little bit less maybe for retail investors to go on and see who the top traders are and potentially follow and mimic their trades. 
Yeah. So there's two parts to it, right? I think you're highlighting both parts. It's, it's, there's a part that we are for the analysts, right? And that's, that's allowing anyone to credentialize themselves, build a track record, do whatever they want. And then there's the part where, wow, this is a huge data set. That's incredible, incredibly valuable. And you can see the, the top 10% of people are actually doing amazing month in, month out. So then it's, it's like, okay, well, let's use this data and allow anyone to invest into the best ideas in a ton of different formats. And so that's the second side, which appeals more to the retail investor. And then what are some kind of the, the unique technologies that you all are implementing that are really differentiated um, relative to, of course, I imagine there's not many out there doing exactly what you're doing at present, but what are some of the technological things that you are doing that differentiate you all? Probably the biggest part is, is giving people an um, a immutable track record. And so anyone can join Kavi. And once they do and they record their first portfolio, let's say they put 10 ideas in there. And what we do in the back end, and you don't have to do anything about this, uh, is we record the trades to a blockchain. And so now you have an immutable timestamp that you actually had this idea when you say you had this idea. So if you're long energy in early 2022, we have a timestamp that you made that trade. So that's, that's really valuable. We allow anyone to get that. You don't have to know anything about blockchain. That just happens automatically. And then the next part is, I think that we're differentiating, is we pay anyone anywhere in the world in rewards. And that's awesome. And that, we do that through the blockchain again. All you have to do is give us an Ethereum address and you can start receiving rewards. And we pay those out every single month. And so those two things are pretty powerful incentives to join our community. Very cool. And, and so like when you think about the market we're kind of in now, you know, amongst those that are currently using the platform, what have been some of the differentiators for those, you know, that have succeeded, right? Have they just been in cash year to date? And that's basically how they've been success. Um, or do some of the analysts actually take directional trades, both long and short, that can kind of play through different markets? Yeah. So let me just give you a bit of context as to why these top 10% of people uh, have really valuable ideas. And then I'll talk to you about what ideas right now. We started looking at the, the reward distributions that we were paying on every single month. And we've been doing this for about a year. And we started to notice that it's the same set of players receiving rewards every single month. What that means is that is there is consistency in the great analysts tend to stay great. And so we observed it in our data set. And that means that if you take the top 10% in July and you invest in a portfolio that matches their portfolio on August 1st, you will outperform the market. And so if you do that month in, month out, over 2022, that strategy would be up 20%. And so it's incredible, right? That's huge alpha in a market that's down. And in our year of data, that, that's pretty compelling, but you probably would want to ask the question, well, what about over longer periods? So we don't have that data, but there's been tons of studies on this. And the, the concept is called performance persistence. And anecdotally, we know it because we look at we look at Buffett and we see that he's outperformed over the last 30 years. And we tend to believe that he will outperform over the future, which actually does happen. And you've seen this uh, phenomenon be studied as well, performance persistence. There's tons of research reports about it. And it is observed that if you invest in the top 10% of analysts in a given year, they will outperform in the next year. It's been observed in mutual funds, hedge funds, even retail investors. And so what Covey is doing is it's saying, okay, well, let's find these great analysts based on our alpha algorithm. And we believe that they will stay great in the next month and the next year. So let's invest in them. 
And so right now you can go to Covey.io and you can see what these people are invested in. And it's fascinating uh, to actually come up and, and, and look at the ideas. And that's the really powerful thing that's coming out of this community. And then, you know, just, just maybe uh, along those lines with some, some more kind of of these more technical considerations around uh, portfolio, you know, do you all believe in things like mean reversion? So mean reversion of a portfolio or of a stock? Just, just you're, you're talking about a, you know, a portfolio manager and their ability to maybe consistently outperform, do you, you know, again, in the short term, maybe month over month, you know, there's that consistency over longer periods. Do you feel like people are able to sustain? They definitely are able to sustain. sustain. So I'll give you some data on that. If the market was totally random, and you were trying to predict who would be in the top 10% next month, you would have a 10% shot. Now, we probably you and I believe, and your viewers believe that the market's not random. And that's why we listen to shows like this to gain the edge. And so when you look at Cubby's data, we can actually predict 40% of the top 10% of investors in any given month. So that's telling you that there is like a huge stickiness, right? There's 40% of, of the top 10% just doesn't turn over. It stays the same. And so there is not that mean reversion. And we find that there is this barbell, which is highlighted in the research on performance persistence, and it's really sticky at the top. And on the flip side, also, if you're a bad investor, you tend to stay a bad investor as well. And so it's really sticky at the bottom. In the middle, it's pretty much random, but that top is incredibly sticky. And, and anecdotally, I'm sure everyone has observed that as well. The great tend to stay great. And, and we, we are really capitalizing that on coming. And then just, you know, I was just kind of thinking about bringing it back to kind of like some, some maybe um, customers that might benefit from it. Are these people that tend to already be trading their own accounts? Do you think that these are people with financial advisors, maybe who are looking for some potential uh, outperformance, uh, you know, via a smaller portion of their portfolio? Who do you think kind of really benefit from this? So we've got two sides, right? We've got the analyst side. Just, just, just the retail side, yeah. On the retail side? Yeah, so we're launching in 2023, we're going to be launching an app that allows people to get access to this amazing community of data. And what we're going to do is we're going to take the top 10% of analysts and put together those ideas in a very easy to use app and allow people to get access to those incredible performance. And we're really excited about that. And so that's, that's probably the part that in the near term will be most compelling to retail investors. And then when you think about, uh, you know, some of these, you know, top performers on the platform, what do you think are, you know, some of their competitive edges? Are some of them using more algorithms or AI driven insights? Or do you think a lot of them are more fundamental and kind of more traditional? It's fascinating to observe. They're, the first thing I'd highlight is their backgrounds are all over the map. Some of them are established professionals in, in finance. Some of them are coders who just love investing and some of them uh, have nothing to do with coding or finance and you know we've got truck drivers on there it's really all over the map their investing styles are mostly fundamental we do have some technicians out there though they don't tend to stay in the top of the leaderboard as often we have a bunch of quants testing out strategies on copy and trying to see how they do so that they can build a fund off of that uh, we've got a lot of students on Covey uh, testing out their skills before risking real money. So there's a ton of different types of people on here and fairly varied investment styles. And sorry, I didn't quite understand that, that last part though, but uh, in the use case for, for some students, are people actually depositing real money or these are mostly paper trades? It's all virtual portfolios. So totally free to join, don't have to deposit real money to become an analyst and start earning rewards in our monthly competition. So I got one last question on that point then too. Do you think that the decision sets 
change when money's not actually at stake? It's really fascinating about that. You're going to face that problem in a lot of different ways, right? So there is the idea of like, will you be more risky if there's no money at stake? That one, we do have a solution to it. We'll be introducing staking. So you'll have to stake some tokens to participate in the monthly rewards. So that one's fairly easy to solve. And then there's the other one, which is kind of the the traditional problem of the manager not investing their own money as much alongside their LPs or or their investors. There is a lot of studies that, that managers are actually even more effective at managing other people's money and then they are their own portfolio, and they tend to be less risky. So we hope we'll capitalize a little bit on that uh, behavioral insight. But um, I think that will be a similar problem that exists in the world, and hopefully staking will, will alleviate a little bit of that burden. And so along those lines, you know, I know, you know there is, as you mentioned, you know, some of this auditing and the track record will be stored in the blockchain. What are some of the other crypto slash blockchain elements that people would, be, would benefit from here? And you're certainly mentioning uh, the staking component as well. Any others? There's a lot of really powerful things that the the blockchain solves for us. And so a lot of these analysts on our in our community are really smart and they know that when they're contributing this idea data to Covey, that's incredibly valuable data. And so they should be getting compensated in some way for it. And so what we do is we seek to reward them in tokens, which give them shared ownership of this community that they're contributing to. So we're able to say, okay, give us your data. We'll give you tokens back. And together, we'll be able to create a more valuable community and return that value through the tokens back to you. That's hopefully the, the, the most compelling thing is this kind of like data for token exchange. Very cool. And so, you know, when you when you think about uh, where some of the growth will be in the space, you know, what are some of the innovations you think that you all will be offering here in the coming six to 12 months or so? So over the next six to 12 months, we will be finishing our smart contract audits. And so we'll be actually uh, distributing our own native token uh, direct to people's wallets. So that will be a big move. We will be making a lot of governance decisions around the alpha algorithm and introducing uh, staking directly onto the platform, which is like a, a big upgrade for us. So we first have to obviously get the tokens out there to then have the staking. Um, so that will be a big thing for the next six months uh, is really like building this platform together with the community. And I think the governance is going to be really crucial because we're going to all make decisions together to figure out the alpha algorithm and uh, what assets to cover, how to think about leverage. There's so many things that come together with building a system to find and reward the best. Yeah. And again, like, as I mentioned, you know, especially in markets like these, I feel like people are dealing with a little bit less certainty than they've had over the, you know, at least the decade before COVID and then maybe the, the year or two afterwards. Uh, so it seems like people are reaching out in, in new ways to try to find solutions to help give them a little bit more confidence in making some investment decisions. But with that, I, I want to, you know, pass over to you, uh, Broker, for any closing thoughts. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the time that you gave us for to talk about Covey and, and we really encourage a lot of people to come to Covey and, and, and level up their investing skills or start earning rewards in our competition and contribute to this creation of this community. And we can all come together and find and reward the best. And we will all generate more wealth by copying their portfolios. Yeah, of course. And Berger, thank you again so much for joining us today. Of course, thank you to all of our listeners. Remember to visit Yieldstreet.com to learn more about our offerings. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you never miss the show. Thank you. And see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Yield. 
For the latest updates on the alternative investing space, go to yieldstreet.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed the show, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts as this will help other investors like yourself find our show. If you have any questions, please visit us at yieldstreet.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week. The Yield Street podcast you just heard only reflects the opinions of the host, who is an associated person of Yield Street and does not necessarily reflect the views of Yield Street or any of its affiliates or other associates. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be and should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any security and is not an offer or sale of any securities or investment products. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended to be and should not be construed as investment advice. Support for this podcast comes from Yield Street. Trying to time the stock market can lead to regret. At Yield Street, our alternative investments are designed to create predictable secondary income streams, providing you with tools to help put your money to work immediately. These investments in asset classes like art, real estate, and legal finance typically have low correlation with the stock market and target annual yields up to 7 to 10%. Welcome to the next generation of investing. Welcome to Yield Street. Sign up today at YieldStreet.com.